0: You can't steal second with your foot on first.
1: Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Picnic Table Society. I'm Joe Calibro. Here, as, as always, with Aaron Williams and Jeff Deck. Um, how you guys doing this morning? Doing awesome.
2: I'm doing pretty good. I had a hell of a weekend. Did you really? Yeah, man. I got to watch... Mr. Dave P. pick up 45 years. That was amazing. Wow. I couldn't stay sober for 45 seconds.
1: (laughs) Absolutely not. I'm not even 45 years old. (laughs) (laughs) Look, it
2: was a 70s theme party, and everybody's like, why are you not dressed up? Well, I wasn't even a thought in the 70s, so.
1: That's all right. You could have been all, uh, what is that movie in the 70s? Austin Powers or whatever? Mm. You've gotten all Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't think
2: about that. Where were you at this weekend, Joe?
1: Oh man, I tell you this weekend I literally spent so much time cleaning out my garage. That was my big exciting event that I had going on. You know, you live somewhere for a while, you accumulate a lot of crap in your garage, you know what I mean?
2: And Tanya, you got sick of seeing it all?
1: Well, yeah, it just was it's not functional, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I had to like uh oh, it's a, it's a total disaster, but anyways, I got it looking pretty good, but Jeff what's going on man how was your weekend
0: Oh it was it was uh up and down but first of all I want to address something you may not be 45 years old but that's not what the bald spot says on the top of your head <laughs> Oh no no no, <laughs> no, no listen no, I got no. I got like a 6 year old man you know? I'm getting it <laughs> too. Oh man I got a 65 year old uh, bald spot That's right it, it was a really good weekend actually I mean it rained so we we had all four kids my fiance Samantha who's in the program with us um, we, we had all four kids on Saturday. Then Sunday, I was at that same celebration that Aaron was at. There was about fifty of us. The seventies theme party, and yeah. uh, Samantha and I dressed up. We dressed up, and it was it, we had a lot of fun. And they cooked ribs and everything. But cool, uh, cool. You know, the weekend uh, it wasn't as uh, um, energizing as Monday was. Yesterday was. And uh, maybe I could share with you guys what happened. A case Please. of the Mondays. huh? case what hap- of the Monday. What well, happened? You know, the worst thing I thought that could ever happen was I was on the phone for 45 minutes with Comcast at like 830 in the morning. But, you know, that was just the beginning. Um, I was sponsoring a guy and uh, he was almost at a year sober. And something weird started happening the past month. He stopped calling every day, and he started sending the texts that were, uh, you know, he was saying the right thing all the time. He missed two appointments with me, and then his fiance, well, soon-to-be fiance, messaged me saying he started drinking again, and um, something else happened there, and he went to Facebook yesterday and put up a post saying that he was about to commit suicide oh, by wow. cop. wow. Wow. So he was in the middle of the woods. Going hard at it for like three days, and he was going to call the cops. And when they got there, he was going to charge them and make the cops shoot him. So of course, everybody off the deep end, man. Oh, off the deep end, and I get it, right? That's yeah, me. Yeah. If I pick it, all bets are off if I pick up a drink and um. So after watching all the comments on Facebook, um, I decided to call the cops myself and alert them. And the uh, dispatcher was very, very um, thankful because he had just called them a couple minutes early and the cops were on the way. Oh, the same guy. Yes. The cops were on the way. He called them. Like, it doesn't sound like he was BSing around. And I know this guy. Right. He was actually lived here once and we had to have him shackled by hands and ankles. I I, I
1: know who you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: So uh, the cops went in there knowing what could happen and they were able to get him and bring him to one of the hospitals here where he ran again and they caught him again and Baker acted him.
1: Oh, this was all yesterday. Yes.
0: Yes. And uh, <laughs> so they Baker acted him and then they um uh, he was uh, they unBaker acted him late last night and uh, booked him because he's got to appear in front of a judge this morning. So that was an all day event for me. They keeping un- in touch with his they girlfriend. They
1: Baker acted him.
0: Just to get him down. Yeah. I didn't
1: know that was possible. I didn't, I didn't know that that was a term right there. <laughs> UnBaker. acted. It may
0: not be. It may not be. I'm just going by what was shared with me and sure. I, I, I guess, uh, it, you know, after giving him the fluids and calming him down. Yeah, I mean, he's yeah, probably yeah. Can- up uh, up on the on the bed like I know I've been before waking up with charcoal all over my face right but um yeah so the, it was it was a long long day dealing with the family members with his family and whatever with that and then uh,
1: another uh, another man Alcoholics Hawk. Anonymous well I guess I, I mean I'm glad he's all right and didn't do anything I mean I mean obviously all that's pretty crazy but at least he didn't
0: you know. You know, we, man, it takes what it takes, right? And my, my personal opinion, my professional opinion, because I work in recovery is he needs some jail time. He, he does. Cause he needs to be locked up somewhere or institutionalized. And some of us do. I mean, that's my opinion on it. Some of us need to be put away for a little bit. Um, Oh, then, hey,
1: listen, in order for, when when I was, you know, listen, you know, I mean, I was I was shooting dope, right? So mm-hmm. in order for me to get off of that stuff, man, you got to lock me away for mm. a little while. You have to. Yeah.
0: See those demons on the walls,
1: man. No, I was just a total maniac, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. See,
2: locking me up didn't do no good. I did 10 days in jail. That, that's as far as my, my extent in jail went. and Ten days, and I think it was, like, not even 24 hours I was out there ripping and running again. Um, Every time I went, I was Baker Acted or went to treatment, it was the same thing, even though my mind would change every time. You know, I okay, it's going to be different this time. It's going to be different. You know, us as alcoholics, we can talk ourselves out of anything. Sure. You know, let me just not drink that much or let me switch from whiskey to tequila or you know let me switch from this drug to that drug I'm not gonna drink and drive anymore but for me it always came down to the same thing until I was really ready to just drop it off yeah Yeah,
0: I can relate to you I remember because I actually did two and a half days in jail and let me tell you something those new ports are way too expensive up in jail (laughs) I cannot survive on half a cup of juice one bologna one piece of bologna And I am way too pretty for jail. I'm sure you guys will agree.
1: Well, that's all right. Because, listen, you know, they talk about the disease being progressive. And jail time is also progressive. You know what I mean? Because you start off with those two Mm -hmm. days. And then it turns into ten days, six months. And the next thing you know, you're doing a few years, you know. Right. Downstate, like myself. You know what I mean? Oh, man.
0: I got another one for you guys. So I got another phone call last night just when this ended like it was done oh, you with. Had it a, was hectic, a wrap. you had a hectic day yesterday ooh i had a hectic day and i you know and uh, here's the i'm grateful for that day because it kept me sober right but yeah, i it get gives a home
1: dose of reali- a dose of reality dose of gratitude right it does and yeah. it's like
0: that saying people talk about but for the grace of god there go i right right and um so I get this phone call from a, a 7 a.m. coffee and reading meeting home group member. And right. he's, doing, he's been dealing with his brother, sharing about it in the meetings all week, trying to get his brother help. His brother wants help. He doesn't want help, blah, 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 blah. So I get the phone call and he's frantic. He's I got him here now, Jeff. I got him here now. Please talk to him, Jeff. Tell, tell us what to do. So here in Jacksonville, Florida, we do have a program called Project Save Lives that was um, uh, started by Dr. Palm, a uh, medical director of Gateway, a fantastic detox facility yeah, we're, here. Yeah,
1: we, we talked, we, we want to get him on the show at some absolutely. point, right? Yeah, yeah absolutely, we'll, we'll, we'll get him
0: on here. Okay, cool. And um, uh, so the option there is to go to either Memorial or St. Vincent's Hospital here in Jacksonville. I believe there's another hospital now, I'm just not sure which one. And you go into the ER and you ask for a peer specialist from Project Save Lives. And a peer specialist is us in the program. You have to have two years sober and we know who they are. We just can't say who they are. Is this,
1: right. um, and I guess, you know, we'll we'll get more into this when we do an actual show with, you know, Dr. Um, whatever his name Pom. is. Palmer. Yeah. So uh, is this strictly with like the opioid crisis or is this just anybody that. Dr.
0: Palm started this because of the opioid con- uh, uh, crisis, uh, specifically fentanyl. Okay. Probably but, back in 2015, 16, when I was okay. at River Region, we actually went in front of uh, the downtown court and everything. We supported him and everything. But does this apply
1: to like anybody that's going to a hospital for any sort of Alcoholism, drug or- anything. Yeah, okay, you just okay, ask okay. for that P.S. specialist. Okay, okay,
0: yeah. So okay. um, Terry puts me on the phone with his brother, who I found out this morning because Terry was here this morning, was on a run for since like last Thursday. So right. I explained to Terry and then I explained to the brother what to do. And the brother has all kinds of questions about, hey, man, I may have a warrant from Georgia. They're going to arrest me if I go to the hospital. I, I can't get through his thick skull about HIPAA laws. And I, I actually told him if every one a person in Jacksonville went to an ER and they ran every person's name, half of Jacksonville would be arrested. Yeah, sure. Of course, gonna yeah. run your name. they ain't going to do that. You're going there for help. And But then it was, well, if they take me, I ain't doing no 28 days. I ain't doing 14 days.
2: At that uh, point, yeah, I, I mean,
0: lost it. Just, you know, yeah. At that yeah. point, I knew that he needed some tough love. Because right. I didn't know the man. So my next words were, how dare you? I'm here with my son, and you're rationalizing and justifying everything. I said, Terry, I said, kick him out the house. <laughs> <And> <laughs> Terry got on the phone. Terry's yelling, oh, man, I'm driving you to Georgia. I'm kicking you out in Georgia. I said, Terry, you are not driving him to Georgia. You're driving him to the ER, and you're leaving him there. Don't waste your gas money on him. More of the story is, his brother listened, and he got the help he needed, and hopefully he'll be in Gateway very, very soon. So not, it ended in a really good night. But sometimes it takes that. You know, the first thing I was taught in recovery by Amy Hancock, um, who was the pro, uh, program director at River Region, where I started my uh, um, employment in recovery, she said, you got to treat each client on an individual basis, although we have the same disease, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah that's true. That's so true. I
0: didn't know this guy, so I'm babying him at first. Yeah. That guy didn't need to be babied. He's a grown-ass man, 49 years old. No, listen, yeah, we need don't need... to be need, yelled at. Yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know...
2: Well, not only that, but when you're ripping and running for years, you know, my sister's in the same predicament, you know, that... That fella also called me this weekend, and it's... it's I, I was ex- explaining to him the thing I'm going through with my sister right now. You know, she's 38 years old. She's been doing this for ha- at least half of her life. And she wants to now come down from North Carolina and try this thing in Florida. And I'm like, listen... Sweetheart, I don't, the way stay your
1: ass you, in North Carolina.
2: And the way it's sounding, you ain't ready. And well, I want to come try it down there. It worked for you, and I said, okay, I have no problem getting you help, getting you in treatment, getting you in a halfway house. I help any way I can. I said, but if you mess it up, you ain't coming to stay with me. Mm-hmm. Well, 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 what do you expect? Okay, that tells me right there.
1: Oh, that's pretty funny.
2: You know, like it, I can. You can only help alcoholics so far. You know, people were so willing. My poor mom. You know, she.
1: Oh, God, yeah.
2: Yeah, especially dealing with two of us. But she did this for years with me. You know, I'll get you help. I'll send you treatment. I'll send you to wherever. Right. Knowing she didn't even have the money. And, like, she would send me. And what would I do? I'd get out, and I'd I'd be the same old Aaron, do the same old things, you know, until I was really ready to surrender and say, hey, I can't do this. And then, so that was my sister probably about a week ago. And then uh, I I spoke with her this past weekend. She said, you know, Aaron, I've been thinking – and I think I'm ready to try it your way. And I was like, what do you mean? She said, well, everything I've done in every way I've tried, it's always failed. And, you know, you might be onto to something with getting a sponsor. Because <laughs> when she, when she <laughs> moved into a halfway house a year ago, she refused to get a sponsor. You know, and, and now I... I have a little bit more sympathy with her now. You know, it, when she starts talking like that, when any alcoholic starts talking like that, you can see th- the disease is finally breaking mm-hmm. down to where yeah. will, they will grasp at any straws that, you know, another member in the program hands them.
0: Yep, yep. Well, you know, the big book also says, and I'm paraphrasing in here, that the best time to get with somebody is at the end of a spree. Yep. You know, that's the best time to talk about Well, yeah, somebody. I
1: mean you gotta be at the end of your rope. Pretty much. I mean, that's you know.
0: Yeah. And th- check this that wasn't even the end of it yesterday, guys. Okay? I've got a new <laughs> oh, guy. The, the there's saga, more? There's the, more. The saga <laughs> continues. The saga continues. It was only Monday. It was only Monday. So Yeah, you're I, at the beginning of the week, dude. Oh, you're boy. Yeah. oh boy. So yeah. we got a new guy who uh came out of Gateway and uh did the deal with Gateway and uh um woman's sober since 1988. It works there. And uh, she, she really liked this kid and she wanted him to come here. And we got him here probably roughly nine, 10 days ago. And um, now his mom is getting in touch with me yesterday. And there were a couple of things this kid did not make me aware of. And one of them was that he has to be in somewhere Southern Florida, four hours away, Indian something Springs or something. And it's four hours away, 830, Thursday morning, and he has no ride to get there. He has nowhere to stay because his family don't live there. And uh, the P.O. is being apparently a jerk, saying that uh, there is Zoom options, but you're not going to do, do Zoom. The judge wants wants to see you there, which I have experience with. Personally, I think the P.O. is playing games, okay, because he can do Zoom with this judge. And the mom is getting nowhere. He's getting nowhere. So I'm going to be calling the judge today and all that stuff. But on top of that, he ran out of his medication Zoloft. And uh, people are starting to realize that around here. <laughs> 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 yeah, M- Mood swings, huh? yeah. yeah. You can't Big get time too many days that. Yeah. No. And of course, <laughs> when I asked him, well, what are you going to do about it? well, it's their fault. They didn't give it to me. Gateway wanted me to come back once a week and I just can't do that because I got to work. So they wanted $5 a week and I don't have that. And it was just like, oh my goodness. So I said, let's find a solution. So we're going to try to link him up with Salzbacher here. And that was like maybe six phone calls with him and his mother. And, um, nothing like talking to a 38 year old man's mother who's at the end of her rope, you know? And, um, so it was a very very eventful day yesterday. I'm I'm grateful to be sober this morning. Wow,
1: I'm grateful I didn't have to deal with any of that medication stuff or anything like that. I mean, you know what I mean? Not you know. Listen, so I guess there's a lot of conflicting, uh, you know, That's opinions. That's a whole other
2: topic. <laughs> you no, know, it is a whole
1: other topic, but it's like you know, I'm not a doctor or anything like that. I mean, some people, I guess, really need the stuff or whatever. But I mean, I'm just, I'm just. The only reason I say that is just I'm grateful I didn't have to deal with that as far as because I I couldn't imagine all the craziness I went through getting sober if you had to deal with the fact that, like, you really need some kind of, like, you know, mood mood altering. Yeah, yeah, some kind of medication or whatever to help you with some kind of, you know, psychiatric problem or whatever it is that you have or whatever. I can only imagine how much more difficult Mm. it would be. Yeah. You know, especially if you're going through something like that where you don't even have it or blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? I'm just I'm just grateful I didn't have to deal with anything like that, you know?
0: We got to treat outside issues too. And I, oh, I, yeah. I mean, yeah. Listen,
1: you, you follow doctor's orders. Absolutely. I mean, like I said, but I, I'm, just, I'm just saying, like, could you imagine, like, all the craziness you went through getting sober and how difficult everything is? And then on top of that, you've got some kind of, you know, issue that you need, like, prescribed medication to deal with, and mm-hmm. then you don't have it, and then you're just like, you know— I guess, crazy on top of crazy. Right. You know what I mean?
2: See, when I came in the rooms, you know, I, I had always tried to do the whole medication thing. Like, before I came in the rooms, I'm always telling my mom, I need to go see a therapist. I need this. I need that. I need to be on medication. Oh, Aaron, really, Aaron
1: was pointing the finger at everybody else saying, yeah, oh, right, yeah. yeah the problem much. is not me. It's, no, no, it's, 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 yeah, that's it's, it's, right. It's, 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 right. You
2: just do as
0: I want you to that's do. That's right.
1: Dr. <laughs> yeah. So-and-so didn't prescribe me the correct, you exactly.
2: know.
0: She, she needs a <laughs> sticker that says you are looking at the problem. <laughs> that's right.
2: Exactly. And so... When I came in the rooms and I told them everything and, and they tried to do me on the medication. Thank God for the woman that I went into her halfway house, this is the first halfway house I lived in, she said absolutely no medication. You know, and I was like, Okay. Well in my in my experience, it was all my alcoholism. Right. That's what I found right. out. Right. You know, and so it took me a really long time, a really long time since I've been here to to understand that there are dual diagnosis. You know, and, and you can see that when someone goes off their medication and things like that. So it's it's definitely made me turn do a three sixty in, in the subject because, like, when I got here, I was so AA oriented. I was like, oh no, you just need the twelve steps. The twelve uh, steps okay, will make it yeah. fix everything. And yep. yep. that's just not the case, you know, like Jeff's talking about, you know. Some people do need that that medication.
1: Yeah, like I said, I, I have no idea. I'm just grateful that you know I didn't have to deal with that aspect of it or whatever. Because I can tell you, my you know the way I behaved when I got sober, I bet you anything, like half the doctors in America would have been more than happy to sign right. me up for yeah a <laughs> laundry list of medications. Well, think right, about yeah, what but, they
0: did to us back in the 30s before Bill and Bob started Alcoholics Anonymous. Oh, like they shock talked about therapy. It. It, it was just straight up institutionalized or jail. That's no, it.
1: They used to like hook them up to, like, didn't they do shock therapy? I they'd, think
0: like, that's American to, like, Horror Story season. No, season four. I'm sick, didn't they?
1: Because there, there weren't any uh, there weren't treatment centers back there. It was like an insane asylum. Right. Yeah, they like hook you up to a car battery or something like
0: that. Speaking <laughs> of insane asylums, you think Monday was like that? Guess what happened at our 7 a.m. coffee and reading meeting this morning?
1: Please so dude, so dude, Monday dude. went yeah. straight into All Tuesday. Right, listen, this guy's Monday. It's Tuesday morning. It's Tuesday okay? morning. You you might want to take the rest of the week off, or so you got you got PTO saved up, or something. <laughs> 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 what does that even mean? Yeah,
0: right. Yeah. So uh, you know, at our coffee and reading meeting, because we get those long-winded shares, which is a huge oh, pet peeve of mine. I can't we, stand. Yeah, that. man. We we decided to um, introduce a uh, timer and bell system except if the timer is three minutes, you get a bell at the four minute marker, you get a cowbell, a cow which means bell. so you get a warning to wrap it up, right? So wrap it up at that cowbell and everybody follows it. Everybody loves it. It's funny too. Yeah. Yeah. So roughly around seven forty, a new um, gentleman is, uh, he shares and uh, introduces himself as an alcoholic. He's got his paper in front of him. So he's obviously being sent here for meetings and he starts sharing. He's been here the past couple of days, but hasn't said anything. And he, just was nobody really knows what he was sharing about it was really (laughs) crazy stuff but we're listening and uh he got that first bell he got the cowbell once twice three times he's up to like six minutes people don't know what to do three cowbells. yes so what are you doing this is is getting serious the the chairman is supposed to say something but the person sitting next to the chairman was the chairman's sponsor actually said okay can we wrap it up we got to respect the bell he got up he started walking towards those doors, double doors. He crumpled up his paper. He threw it at the guy, and he let go of a tirade, a "f you with the biggest anger, jumping up and down with his arms shaking, F, F you, crashed through the double doors. Two guys went to go after him. We had to tell those guys to stop, let him go. Yeah, man. Well, it, you've, it was, had
1: a, you've had an interesting couple days here, man.
0: Yeah, and then uh, we had to wait for Joe to get all ready, and we lost half an hour.
2: Yeah. yeah. Good job, Joe. Better look next time. I
1: tried so hard to get out of the house this morning at a reasonable time. Yeah. It well, just wasn't happening. But
0: you look good. You really you really look good this morning.
1: Oh, dude, I shaved this morning. I could bit. tell. Yeah, yeah, a yeah. A little bit. <laughs> well, no, I was like, we're going to <laughs> Yeah, some- how do you shave a <laughs> little bit? <laughs> well, I used, all right, so not like a razor, but the, you know, clippers. Right, right. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Just a real quick, you know, because we were going to take a couple pictures oh, so before. It, it
2: was real quick then.
1: It was real quick. Oh, okay. Yeah. I wouldn't so, mind being, really, being locked it, up with you. It really wasn't you?
2: hindering your time getting here.
1: No, 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 no. Not at all. Okay. Not I'll be
0: all. your mate.
1: That's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, hey, listen, you know, on that note more about my shaving techniques on another episode, okay?
0: Oh, absolutely. Sure. That's yeah. a whole episode. That's yep. a whole episode. Mm-hmm. All right.
1: So we're about out of time. Um, thank you, Aaron. Thank you, Jeff. And um, yeah, that was, a, that was a great discussion right there. And uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Tune in for the next episode. And um, we will see you later. You guys want to say anything?
2: I'm good. Have a great week.
1: Awesome.
0: Well, after yesterday, I'm going to go out my recovery like I went you, out my drink. No,
1: you just need to go take a nap after yesterday.
0: That's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All
1: right. Take care, everybody.